Hey dear Tyler, good evening. Yes, so I'm actually doing this particular episode in the evening. How are you doing? And I hope you've been good. Um, happy new month. I know it's kind of awkward that I'm saying this when the month is almost over. But happy new month, dear Tyler. I really hope you've been good. I really hope you've been fine. Um, I've been good, I've been fine. The regular, regular, usual. So yeah, I have good news, right? So, um, you know, I've been speaking a lot about Jalof Radio and, and I don't think I'm going to stop anytime soon because they've been amazing. I don't know if I've said this or maybe because I've posted it on social media, but I was chosen as their podcaster of the month, right, for last month. And I was just so blown away. It was nice, you know. Um, it's quite humbling you know it's really humbling because when you're I'd never even thought that I would gain that kind of recognition at this time and it's very inspiring you know it's motivating I think that's the word I'm looking for the fact that um, people acknowledge your contribution and they celebrate it do you understand so I'm super super excited I'm, I'm really really grateful so, this is me, Tyler Jalof Radio. Thank you so much for the honor. Thank you so much for the commendation uh, and the recognition. And this is me telling you, Tyler, that check out Jalof Radio. Now, the good thing about Jalof Radio is that it's not just a podcast hub, but it's literally a radio, right? So, you could get, you know, radio stations via Jalof Radio. You could get, you know, amazing playlists for songs, for whatever genre music that you listen to and then if you're a podcaster yes you have the privilege of having your podcast there within the few weeks that i've joined them the impressions that i've gotten alone have been you know mind-blowing it's like they're very deliberate about sharing the content of um, those that they're hosting you know so it's amazing and you know because of the recognition that i got i was able to connect with a whole lot of other podcasters so um, please and please, if you into podcasting or you want to start podcasting, it takes quite a while for distribution to happen on a lot of these platforms. So if you're in Africa, Nigeria, you know, you can actually reach out to Jalof Radio and they can set up your podcast for distribution, at least to the local audience first and then distribute it to other platforms as time goes on. Right, so this is a shout out to Jalof Radio. Thank you so much. And please and please, you guys should, you know, download their app and, you know, follow them on social media. They've got a lot of amazing perks. Secondly, the good news for me again is that 29th of this month, Dear Tyler is going to be two years old. And, um, you know, thinking about the very first episode and where we are now, I think we are about 132 episodes in. Um, and that is considering a whole lot of inconsistency from my part because if I had, you know, released as it should have been, would have had probably a lot more episodes. But I'm, I'm really excited. Two years. This is a great, great um, level that we have reached. Um, where do I want to reach, or where does the Italian want to reach? We really want to, you know, blow the airwaves and make this, you know, a podcast that is is like listen to all over the world 
right? And we're still a long way from that goal, but we're closer than when we started. And I am just so excited. I don't know if I'm, I have anything up for that 29th, but let's see how it goes. If 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 if, if you people can help me get money, I'm sure I'll do something, maybe like a giveaway or something, like, you know, to nice followers. Or, but just pray for me. Um, but today's episode, uh, that's what I really, really want to focus on today, right? So today's episode is one that is, you know, pretty dear to my heart. Dear to my heart in the sense that, um, in the sense that I have, you know, lived to a large extent the experience of what I'm about to share, right? So it's been, I remember the first time I saw the, or I encountered the revelation, I don't know if I should use that term, but I remember the first time that I actually um, had this revelation and it came to me, it was so, so, in other words, you know, comforting. Yeah, so it was a very, very comforting um, truth. I tag um, today's topic is purpose in pain. Purpose in pain. And I know a lot of us will be like, hey, why am I using that topic and all? But um, just follow me gradually, you know. That's the, the rule. Just follow me gradually and you will... Um, you will you will know why I'm using this the theme purpose in pain. Can uh, sorry, just trying to open the scripture. So let's go to Second Corinthians chapter one. Second Corinthians chapter one. Right, chapter one, and then verse. Three and four. Verse three and four. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us all in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So KJV is a very um, technical. Uh, rendition of scripture so let me use isv blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus the messiah he is our merciful father and the god of all comfort verse 4 says who comforts us in all our suffering so that we may be able to comfort others in all their suffering as we ourselves are being comforted by god now i remember when i encountered the scripture a long time ago it was during a period where there was a whole lot of crisis in my life. Now, I don't know if I'm a magnet to drama, but I'm sure the day that I'll take out time to really talk about my life, you know, from conception. Uh, I think conception is a little bit far-fetched, but from when I had sense, when I was aware of my life, up to now, you'll just be like, chairman, hey, how fun, why is it just you having these things? But there was a very, very critical moment in my life, and I think you can hear a little bit about it in the episode that I I did a long time ago. He said, my 
the story of depression. And, you know, it was a real, real deep crisis for me. You know, I really felt overwhelmed. I questioned God um, in a lot of things. Now, let me just put this as, um, you know, a major note. I know Dear Tyler has listened to a lot of people, um, people from different faiths, people from different religions, um, people with different convictions. And as an individual, I, I do respect that fact. I do respect that fact. I am just an, you know, a very strong believer in my own convictions, in my faith, in um, the reality of Jesus and what he has done for us. I believe that the Bible is the final authority of God, right? It's my conviction, and that's why I share from that perspective. And I believe that there is a word for each and every person in Scripture, irrespective of our faith, right? Irrespective of our faith. Um, Would I want you to subscribe to my faith? Oh, yes, definitely. I would. Would I force it through your throat? (laughs) Never would I, right? But... Um, the truth about dear Tyler is that our principles will always come from scripture. There will always be kingdom-minded uh, principles. So I just needed to get that out so that we would understand why I um, so hinge on using scripture or using biblical principles or biblical stories to kind of relate thoughts, right? So I just needed that out, but it's done with the utmost respect to every person that listens to dear Tyler, right? So thank you for that. Now, like I said, it was a period where I was, you know, questioning God, like especially God's love for me, you know, it's like, okay, um, we could find out scriptures, you know, Romans says that, um, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, you know, now there's a coming to the mind of man, what God has prepared for them that love him, you know, and scriptures that says, um, all things work together for good, you know, for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You know, the plans that I have for you, they're of good and not of evil to give you a hope and an expected end. You know, um, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added onto you. So these were scriptures that I held very dear to me, you know, and because within that period of my walk with God, you know, I I did enjoy some certain level of results. The, the, the results were just, you know, lavish on me but then it entered i got into a moment in my life where things became extremely difficult and i started questioning god to just give a little idea you know having to be in the university um entered university 2006 and then i had you know just gotten born again giving my life to christ and then my academics you know just spiraled down there was just a whole lot of crisis things were just going wrong um, I had to spill. After spilling, I had to leave, you know, and start school all, all over again. And I know that the first few, you know, sessions in the school, I, you know, really read. I had a whole lot of... Um, I wasn't playing, do you understand? So um, it was... It was very disheartening, you know, heartbreaking. And I was like, okay, Lloyd, what's up, you know? Like, everybody looked up to me as some standard. In fact, some people even assumed I was a first-class student. And I'm like, you guys have no idea that this guy, his final, his last GP in that school was zero point. It was, it was terrible. 
and you know when I, I got back home I, I entered into like real seasons of depression because I, I couldn't just understand a lot of things and I had to go to you know start school all over again so I think probably took 12 years within the whole university system you know it was it was tiring and all but you see God has brought us out of it now I remember um, while I was schooling in Bauchi, I became my departmental fellowship president. And along the line, after my tenure, I handed over and, you know, I got to, um, during the handing over, you know, we had a retreat with the new leaders and I shared my story a bit. And unknowingly to me, one of the people we just elected told me that, ah, he just... He too, he had left ABU and because of school issues and he had to come to ATBU to start all over. And he was feeling, you know, extremely terrible about the things that he had gone through. He felt ashamed of himself. But hearing my story, it kind of like gave him courage because he couldn't, like he didn't, um, his own experience wasn't as deep as mine. And seeing how... I, as an individual, had taken it, you know, worked on myself and, you know, made something good out of the situation. It gave him, you know, the courage to move on. And he did, you know. And I was like, okay, wow, that's that's pretty, like, great. I remember another situation, and I'm sure, maybe probably I've shared the story before, but I remember another um, scenario where I was, you know, having a discussion with, Someone, I just entered ATBU, so 100 level, like my results just came out and all. And I was talking to a final student, and he said, ah, he was so disappointed in the results of some people, you know, that, you know, he told me, he said, him, he has never failed in his life before. And, and so instantly, I, I, in my mind, I told, in my mind, I just said that that's why you cannot relate with how they feel. Because if the first thing you tell somebody that has failed, the person has you know, had the courage to meet you to tell you that, oh, that I failed. And the first thing you can say is to speak about yourself. It's because you've never been in that situation. You may not understand how it is. So you are limited in knowledge, right, because of your lack of experience in that thing. You're limited in knowledge because of your lack of experience in that thing. And it takes a whole lot of discernment and alignment to the Spirit of God for you in that position to be able to cater to the needs of that person at that time. Now, I could talk to people that have failed before because, oh boy, I have failed, right? I have failed and I have done a lot of rubbish in this life. But, and I'm not saying it, you know, out of pride and be like, yeah, yes, we are the failures, you know, top class failures or something now. I'm saying it from the position of, I understand your pain. I understand what you're going through and I can minister to you on that level. I remember one of my, my close friends, um, within a year, yes, I think within a year, she lost both parents. Um, like, it was, it was something, it was something unbelievable. Within a year, she lost both parents. And, you know, we were, we were pretty close, but um, I knew that I didn't know what to say because... Um, by God's, you know, God's grace and all, 
my both of my parents are still alive, still healthy, they're still strong. And I, I thank God for that. And I couldn't just relate. I couldn't just relate. Um and I was among the first people to to know. Um and I, you know, she, she she really, you know, sought a lot of comfort um, from me, you know, being a close friend and everything. I know I tried my best, you know, to speak, to talk and share, but I knew that I was not getting the job done. So instantly, I knew somebody else that had gone through a similar experience with, um, um, a similar experience that this other friend had, right? And I called and I was like, hey, um, so this is what happened. This our friend just lost both Momsy and Popsy. And I'm not in the right position to talk because I don't really know how you guys feel. But you've gone through it and God has helped you. So can you reach out to the person? And she was like, yeah. And really within a few days, I don't know what they did. I don't know what she said. Um... um but... It worked. You get... Um, it, it really worked. It really worked. And... Um, I was... You know, because the lady was able to, you know, minister from her own point of pain, where she had gone through. That experience was her advantage. That experience was her advantage. It's... It's one thing to go through crisis but then it's one thing to understand the beauty that can come out of your crisis that there is purpose also in your pain you can create purpose out of your pain the things that are the stories that you don't want to tell anybody right the things you don't want to go through so for instance you know um i think there was an episode that i did is it diamond in the rough you know where one of my friends shared about her story of how she got raped and became a single mother and all. Now, within that period, it's a very devastating experience. But she was able to carry that devastating experience and bring out the story of hope. There are a lot of other people that have been able to gain hope from her story, being brave enough to share that story. And so, you can see that in Scripture now, Paul is saying that, you know, God is the one that comforts us when we enter into trouble or when we have, you know, very terrible experiences. It's the Spirit of God, it's God Himself that comforts us. Now, the beauty of that comfort is that what we receive, we can give to other people. Because the truth is that not everybody is going to have the luxury of encountering God the way we did. Right? For whatever reason, it could be their inclination to their faith, their convictions, whatever. But we, having experienced that comfort from the Lord, can carry what God has given us and share with other people and help them through. And I think this is one thing that really, really stands out for me in my relationship with Jesus. And it's found in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. It says, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So, you know, a lot of times we have this we have this, this thought where God doesn't know what I'm going through. Do you understand? He doesn't know what I'm going through. He doesn't, you know, he's divine, he's spiritual, you know. 
and yeah, it's, you know, just in, in general, like God doesn't have a clue of the things that I'm going through. But in this scripture, it comes out clear that we do not have a high priest. This high priest talking about is Jesus. We do not have someone that cannot relate with us. But in all things, he has been tempted just like us. So the things that we are going through, trust me, in one form or the other, he has. Now, I'm just putting this out there, not like um, creating a theology out of it. But one of the questions I ask is that, has God ever experienced heartbreak? You know, because we think about, have you ever experienced the pain of heartbreak? Or the pain of loving someone and the person rejecting you? And it was like, ah, he experiences it every day. When he comes over and presents himself as their Lord and their Savior. And they reject him. In fact, I wrote a song about it, nevertheless. An amazing song. One of these days I'll release it. But he knows what it means to be rejected. He knows what it means to be heartbroken. He knows what it means to be um, grieved. So the scripture says that, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? He knows what it means to be grieved. And so it means that I can actually meet Jesus in prayer and talk to him about the things that hurt. And I'm assured of comfort because he has experienced it and he would share how he pulled out of it for me, to me rather. And so Tyler, to, I, I guess I can say tonight, I am, I'm really just out to let you see the purpose in your pain. No matter how terrible the experience is, I'm not trying to belittle it. I'm not trying to say that, no, you've got to be strong, you know, or say that. Mm-mm. I'm saying that you can create such a beautiful message out of that chaos. Because it was, it was an saw, it was a thorn in your flesh, but somehow you've pulled out of it. Now, whatever made you pull out of it is the same thing you can use to encourage another person. I remember sharing in the fellowship to general secretary. You know, one of the sad, one of the peculiar things about me was uh, my situation was while I was departmental fellowship president, I had two carryover courses. One was because I didn't write my department, and so they could not um, they could not allocate my scores properly. And in my school ATBU, if you don't have an assessment, you're you failed the exam already, right? So it's already a carryover, no matter what you get in the exam. And then the second one was just the fill-in-the-blank catastrophe. In fact, I think there were three. It was something philosophy and then two general gens courses. And so typically I went and I wrote those three carryover courses with people that I was leading in the fellowship. It was very, you know, but, you know, I came up and I still led the fellowship. And for a lot of people, it was, first of all, like, ah, our president is among us. But for some that had experienced failure before, they were able to, you know, find courage and be like, um, please, I mean, like, if my president can go through this without at least publicly feeling shame, you know, expressing any physical shame, um, I can go through it. And I shared my story again while I was in the fellowship, you know, FCS, General Secretary. And, you know, I shared the story and one of our members came up and was like, he's a departmental fellowship president and he just found that he had carryovers and he's going to miss IT. He felt like he was a disappointment, but hearing my story, he's now encouraged 
and then you know he called me when he was not done he said ah um binga i'm finally done with school and everything thank you so much for your encouragement and you know one of the things that came to my mind was what happened what would have happened if i didn't have those experiences right um probably yes one way or the other because of the faithfulness of god they would have been helped but i would not deny the fact that me going through that pain made it easy for them or made it easier for them my experience was a cushion there's this analogy that god always gives me when you know i'm working with people and it's the analogy of honor when it comes with how a building is made if you understand that every 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 block serves as a foundation for the next block so you are the high point at one point but you are going to be the foundation for somebody else tomorrow now how strong you are will determine how you know the the building is going to stand so that's why the major foundation at the bottom is the strongest is the most fortified so if you've got maybe like 10 10 layers of blocks you know stacked up together if the sixth block is porous and has issues right block 7 8 9 and 10 would fall but because of the rigidity of blocks 1 i mean the major foundation then blocks 1 to 5 right they're going to you know stand strong and that's what i tell people i said that your glory is somebody's foundation your glory somebody's foundation is what somebody's going to use to live frog in destiny right so what god pulled you out of right beyond it just being a testimony right it becomes the foundation for a lot of people to grow and so i don't want you to be ashamed of your pain tyler i want you to pick up the courage and understand that the lord that brought you out of this did it not just for you but for a generation that you're not seeing at the moment for an individual you're not seeing at the moment it's in the years to come it may not even be so long maybe in the nearest few days or however it will be when somebody finds out that this other person that i so admire has gone through these certain things in life it gives them the courage to live god and make progress for that right and it helps them not to give up it helps them not to give up not everybody's going to have the strength that you have but you can literally transfer the strength that the lord gave you into their hearts right so i really hope that you this makes sense to you in a whole lot of ways i i really do hope so right so father we thank you for the experiences that we've gone through the good the bad the ones that hurt the ones that have broken us the ones that have left us so shattered but lord will not deny the fact that you've also brought us out of so many things and given us a testimony help us lord to see the purpose in our pain whether if it was you know things we were responsible for or us just being victims of circumstance help us oh god to allow you turn that mess into a message and lord help us to share those stories and to share that strength that you gave us in confidence oh god and with courage with other people when we encounter them in such situations thank you father because you truly turn broken things into beautiful in jesus mighty name amen
so i really do hope that this blessed you please and please um follow us on instagram follow us on facebook we're there just check for dear tyler um and you know share this podcast with other people you can it will be an an amazing encouragement to a lot of people right so please and please do that and don't forget to also follow jollof radio on all their social media handles and download and download their app right so yeah so this is me signing out tyler remember that i love you i believe in you and i'm always rooting for you bye